0: Welcome to the Earth Station MCU podcast, your home for all things related to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, including Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Carter, The Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy, and so much more. Visit us at our Facebook group, Earth Station MCU, at earthstationmcu.wordpress.com, or email us at earthstationmcu at gmail.com. Universe, and welcome back to another episode of Earth Station MCU. My name is Jennifer Hartshorn, and we've missed you. It's been a while since uh, since S.H.I.E.L.D.'s been on, so uh, we are glad to be back. And boy, howdy, there is a lot of news going on. So I would like to welcome back my co-host, John Rabin.
1: You know, you never call, you never write. I mean, what am I supposed to do, just sit here and die?
0: Hey, hey, hey. I talk to I'm you all the time changed. on Facebook. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. So good, uh, good, good winter break for you.
1: Uh, yeah, I think it was okay.
0: Yeah, we had uh, we we've, we've had some had some weather here in Atlanta, which makes everybody, mm-hmm. of course, melt down. And then I got the stomach flu, and that was not so good. But I'm glad that we've got Shield back, and that Shield is is doing great. So, all right. Um. So we've got a lot of news. I think probably one of the things that has been getting the most discussion lately is uh, Peter Dinklage being in Infinity War. And we haven't heard anything that he's officially in it yet, have we?
1: I'm pretty no, sure No, I just mean, we've been... heard that he was in talks right. for it. Um, and we know they're starting to film today. Right. Uh,
0: terrible day to to, to start filming but uh, yeah it's it's something that is is getting a lot of of buzz online but it it hasn't been officially confirmed but but for the most part i think usually when when um the kinds of of sources we're seeing it from there's there's a good chance that it's going to happen um so of course everyone is speculating about who he's going to play and um, there have been a couple of, of theories that have been thrown out there. You want to uh, convince me why he's going to be Pip the Troll?
1: Well, you know, it's not just a matter of his size, actually. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, for one thing, we've seen that his hair gets dyed red, and, of course, there are other characters in, in the Marvel Universe, especially in the Cosmic Universe who with red hair.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But, um, I mean, his size is certainly a factor, but also kind of the level of characters that he has played mm-hmm. uh, you know the, in the sense, sort of sense of humor that Pip the Troll has who's very kind of a very street smart wise cracking sort of cosmic mm-hmm. figure uh, fits in perfectly with characters that he's played in Game of Thrones sure. and uh, Death at a Funeral mm-hmm. um, and just about any, any kind of comedy role that Dinklage has ever taken on would he would fit right into Pip right, uh, and you know while Eros, uh, you know, a.k.a. Star Fox, has been floated around, um, it's like in the Infinity Gauntlet storyline, Uh uh-huh. even though he's Thanos' brother, um, he spends most of it kind of tied up as Thanos' prisoner and doesn't mm-hmm. really do much. Um, Pip has a much more... Uh, expansive role. like you could almost cut out Star Fox mm-hmm. um, out of that story for about as effective as he is. He almost acts like a Star Fox acts like an audience surrogate almost for, oh huh. God, look at how evil Thanos is being right now. Okay uh, And Pip Pip is actually saddled with um, Adam Warlock and Gamora mm-hmm. as you know, they've the three of them in the story have come to earth. To convince uh, the Avengers and everybody else that, hey, this is what's going on. This is a problem, and we need to go to space and and fight it.
0: Okay, that that, that sounds cool. I mean, and and I'm not I'm not saying that there's no way that, that, that he's he's. I mean that that all of that makes makes perfect sense. I just think that that a lot of uh, the initial discussion uh, focused on the fact that Peter Dinklage is short and Pip the Troll is, you know, a a troll, little troll character. And so I would I would I would hope that after all the things that. Peter Ninklich has done, including playing Trask, who was not, you know, written to be a short character in in the comics. Um, that that he can do. I mean, for crying out loud, the guy's got two Emmy awards for, mm-hmm. for best actor. So you know, I think right. that. Um, I I was I was just a little, little uh, disappointed at the first round of comments, but you you, you make a very good point about him, uh, his centrality to uh, to um, Infinity War. I mean, I
1: just I think I think he's perfect for Um, Pep. If that comes out to be the truth, I would absolutely love it. And if it's Star Fox, I'm going to be a little disappointed.
0: (laughs) Well, see, my my argument with with Star Fox is that um, I think that I think that he is also a very cool character and and something that Dinklage could play really well. Um, and, and again, please, uh, uh, most of my knowledge of this is based on a little bit of internet research, not having read the comics. But um, I know that uh, he's first of all he's Thanos's brother, uh, which is yes. kind of a big tie-in. Um, so yeah. so there's that, um, and uh, he, um, I'm trying to find it. Yeah, it says uh, Eros was freed from captivity and met Iron Man, and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And the Earth's hero team called the Avengers in the first major defeat of Thanos. So, right. so the idea and, that, that I mean, oh. as if we're just you know picking random cosmic uh, redhead characters, it would make sense for him to be involved in Infinity War. I would think.
1: And Star Fox himself has been an Avenger. Um, I, I would say he's probably not one of the more notable ones. And uh, and he huh? has,
0: yeah, he has, um,
1: yeah.
0: he has a uh, uh, a bit of a PR problem um, because uh, <laughs> there uh, we do have the explicit tag, folks. Um, he was accused of sexually assaulting. Uh, more than one character in the comics in part because one of his powers not his only power but one of his powers is uh he has psychic control over people's emotions
1: yeah it's it's kind of um he can do it intentionally but in the in the particular um case in which he was accused of sexual assault um it was revealed that he'd been messed like his powers had been messed with by Thanos, right? To get, basically to get him into this exact sort of situation,
0: right, right, exactly. And uh, and, and so I, I think that uh, you know some people have said you you can't make a, a character whose main power is, um, as some people have put it, <laughs> superpower is rape, um, as the uh, a, a good um, Marvel superhero in the MCU. But that's mm-hmm. only first of all that was disproven and second of all that is yeah. only one of his many powers and for crying out loud we've had you know tony is is a horrible alcoholic in the comics and he was you know absolutely the bad guy of civil war in the comics and mm-hmm. we've got hank pym who beat his wife and stuff so there's there's no reason why it you know he couldn't be uh you know sanitized, I guess, for, for the MCU yeah. and still be a very successful
2: character.
1: My other problem is uh with, with Star Fox is that we haven't really hinted at or introduced any of the other um the Titans yet, um which are, you know, the the family that mm-hmm. uh Star Fox and Thanos are from. Sure. Um there's been so it really seemed to like come out of left field. Well isn't the same true of Pip though? Truth. Fair enough, but <laughs> Pip is uh, Pip isn't really tied to the rest of the Titans. He's he's more he's a he's a different character. Oh sure, you know? absolutely,
0: but but I'm just saying there there hasn't really been a, a build up for Pip the Troll either, um, and as everybody That's keeps true. pointing out, uh, he's very tied in with Adam Warlock, and we haven't heard anything about casting for that.
1: It, uh, yeah, the... that is also true. Um, although we've got, you know, if if it's true about Pip and we know that mm-hmm. uh, Kismet, who's showing up in Guardians Volume Two, is also mm-hmm. tied to Adam Warlock. Mm-hmm. And of course Thanos is definitely tied to Adam right. Warlock. So it seems to be that we're kind of circling the drain of the possibility of the, of him of showing character. up at sure. some point.
0: Sure. Yeah, it's it's certainly possible. Um but, I'm uh, still
1: holding out hope for maybe Matthew McConaughey or something. All right, now we got to go to space. We got we got to handle this Thanos guy. He's <laughs> got he's got the Infinity Gauntlet. All right,
0: all right. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, uh, the, the... I like
1: girls from Venus. <laughs> sorry, sorry.
0: Oh man. Um, well, sorry. another the only other character that I've heard uh, seriously discussed for Dinklage was Modoc. And I don't know that that would necessarily be a good fit for, uh, for what we've got uh, going on in Infinity War.
1: Yeah, he, MODOK is, is really more or less a, a Cap villain um, and somebody who's associated with advanced idea mechanics, who we saw in Iron Man 3. Three right. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's probably not going to show up anytime soon, I want to say.
0: Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about what his character's like?
1: MODOK, yeah Modoc is a Modoc is a uh, I'm gonna butcher the acronym here that's okay uh, mechanized organism designed only for killing
0: right okay uh,
1: so basically it's a super powered brain that thinks of ways to kill people
0: okay that's uh, you know that's definitely instead of you know I drink and I uh, know things it would be like I, I think and I kill things so essentially yeah um, but Regardless, I really hope that, that Dinklage does end up in, uh, in in the MCU because he is such mm-hmm. a, a cool actor and, and brings so much to any role that he does. So I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, what happens with that.
2: Um, I've
1: been a fan of his for quite a long time. And if you haven't watched, like, you got to go back and watch, like, the original, the British version of Death at a Funeral. Yes. He's in both versions. Uh-huh. But, but he's absolutely
0: great, I, I think I mean, and part of it's just a matter of taste, but you know i I like british British humor, and I like the the British version of that better but uh but it definitely has an interesting twist in the American version too, so
2: okay so yeah.
0: that's cool and uh and yeah he's he's just great um we've been getting a steady trickle of hearing other characters that are going to be in infinity war, and no <laughs> big surprises they uh made a big deal out of the fact that spider-man has been confirmed for infinity war and it's like well yeah i <laughs> <Really? laughs>
2: kind mm-hmm. of figured
0: he'd be in it you know um nebula uh not mm-hmm. not as much of a, a major character but she, as i understand it she's going to have a much bigger role in uh, guardians 2 than yep. in the first and she one. is
1: um she is definitely a part of infinity war mm-hmm. uh also kind of another one of those characters is you know, existence in the storyline is for Thanos to show off his power, but she has a very, in, very key role uh, towards the end of that story. Mhm, mm-hmm.
0: Very cool. Yeah. I, I've heard, um, I think I heard today that uh, Mantis might be showing up. Who's also in, um, in uh, guardians. So yeah,
1: yeah, she posted a, um, an old cover for, or Palm comment off. Yeah. She posted a, a photo or a, of an uh, old cover of Avengers, mm-hmm. where her character first shows up and encounters the team.
0: Oh, cool! So that's
1: been kind of taken as the hint that she's going to be in it too. Right,
0: right, exactly. So I, I expect that, honestly, they could they could do three people a week from now until next summer, and and still probably not get every character that's going to be in it. Because I mean, yeah,
1: we've been told this is going to be jam packed full of cast.
0: Right. I, I I think that the only uh the only big uh, surprises would be uh, when and if they uh, announce that any of the um, TV-based characters are going to be there, mm-hmm. or, you know, characters that we think have been killed off, or, or something like that, but... Um,
1: yeah, you know, or we're going to see maybe, um, hopefully, uh, Black Panther, or right. Carol Danvers, or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, I have heard that that Captain Marvel, and, and again, I don't recall off the top of my head where I heard this, and how credible it was, but... um. I have heard that uh, Captain Marvel is going to be in it ahead of her movie, sort of like the way Spidey was in um, uh, Civil War. So. So, yeah, so lots of lots of good people lining up. Um, Speaking of Spider-Man, we uh, haven't really talked that much about uh, about the um, about the different people playing different roles in that, partly because a lot of them are just, you know. Uh, minor characters in, in Spider-Man and are played by mm-hmm. new people. But um, uh, Michael Keaton has uh, made a couple of comments about uh, his role in Spider-Man. So so what can you tell us about Vulture?
1: Uh, well, the Vulture in the original uh, Spidey comics, he's actually one of Spider-Man's uh, first villains. hmm um, a much older gentleman named Adrian Toombs, who basically has a, a flight suit and commits crimes, mm-hmm. um, and he's been like done. You do. Yeah, he's been. You know, it's like you've got two choices in life when you have that. I was like, do I commit <laughs> crimes or do I become a hero? And right. some people just they make the wrong decision.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, he said. Um, he said he couldn't talk very much about it, of course, but he said that when he uh, he basically took the car- t- took yeah. the role without knowing what the, the full uh, full story was because when Marvel says, do you want to part? You say yes. It's yeah. Kind, kind of like, are and, you, you know, a guy? You get,
1: those, you get those Paul Bettany, um, You know marvel snipers out for you if you say anything off script
0: right exactly but uh he did say and this was in a comicbook.com article uh there's a b story to this guy that i think is really interesting and really relevant uh Mm -hmm. i would be lying if i said that's why i took it but as we talked about it and i did i went whoa there's some layers to this guy so Mm -hmm. so it sounds like he's he's more than just a, a a dude with a flight suit
1: yeah, and one of the great things that Marvel's done over the films, so with some with some exceptions, um, is to really give the villains a backstory and mm-hmm. to really uh, make you feel for them. In a sense, like we, in uh, Iron Man 2, with um, the death of uh, Ivanko's father in sure. um, Thor, it won the Thor films between Thor and Loki and their conflict.
2: Mm hmm.
0: But we've we've also had some spectacular failures like uh, like pff, Yellow Jacket. Oh man, it's like yeah. my reason for hating you is because I hate
2: you.
1: <laughs> you know. Uh, it's more like uh, my reason for hating you is because I wanted to be the son you never had and you never gave right. me the time of day. And right. now you're picking now you're picking this guy from Wet Hot American Summer instead of me.
0: <laughs> exactly. But uh, we 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 have not the MCU has not always done a fantastic job with fleshing out yeah. their villains. But I think that um, you know, and 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 amazingly, like like specifically with with Yellowjacket, I remember um, uh, Corey Stoll saying that he was so happy when the script was rewritten because it really gave a lot more depth to his character. And it's like, oh man, how bad was it before? But uh, yeah. but I'm sure that that Michael Keaton again, you know, sort of like we were talking about Peter Dinklage. Um, you know this this is a guy who has been around the block and and they're they're not gonna you know just throw him away on a on a part that is not right. uh is not very well fleshed out so I'm, of course, I'm you know
1: you, you know the old saying you you die the you die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain
0: right right um and and he's i mean he's played batman after all um yep. but then he was also in was it birdman was that what it was called
1: Yes, yeah. Uh, Birdman, which is kind of a takeoff mm-hmm. on Batman, the the idea of having played this uh, famous hero right. and falling into obscurity,
0: obscurity, but then getting superpowers. So it was it was cool. a lot of fun. All right, so that is uh, that is uh, our Spider Man news. Um, uh, we're getting a little bit more information about what's going on with Defenders. Um, I think one of the the interesting things is, of course, uh, we've got Sigourney Weaver Mm -hmm. playing the the main bad guy, uh, and they've said that her character's name is Alexandra, but we don't really have a whole lot of Alexandras that she could be playing.
1: Yeah, which, of course, fuels speculation. Oh, maybe she's somebody else, Mm -hmm. and they're hiding the name from us. Um, Um, But, you know, this could be an original character, too, and somebody that they just needed to create to tie it in.
0: Sure absolutely um uh george marston that uh some of you may remember if you've been with the show for a long long time he used to come on uh and uh talk uh mcu with us he had um he's a writer for uh newsorama and he had a, a really interesting idea i thought um, was that she is a gender swapped version of Alexander Bont, who was mm-hmm. basically the uh, the kingpin of crime in Hell's Kitchen prior to Wilson Fisk. So that seems like that would be that would that would make a lot of sense.
1: And um, it's not you know it's something that Marvel has done before to pull out kind of an obscure a more obscure character to be a mate for a major role and mm-hmm. as well as. Um, Especially what we know from um, Jessica Jones to gender flip a to gender flip a character right. as well as was done with Jerry Hogarth
0: exactly exactly um, and uh, you know the the one picture that we have. Uh, she's, you know, looking out over the skyline and she's wearing a, uh, looks like an ivory silk blouse with gold trim. So, you know, very, very much looks like it could be, you know, a, a power broker behind the scenes kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. and with, you know, Wilson Fisk out of the picture right now, obviously, you know, somebody has, has stepped up, um, in Hell's Kitchen. Of course, we saw, um saw in in luke cage over on the other side of town what was going on but uh yeah it would it would definitely make sense and uh i think uh, again you don't you don't throw courtney uh, courtney (laughs) uh sigourney weaver away on a on a little role so i'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with her that should be very cool um also related to defenders um you know they're 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 doing a good job with sort of dribbling out the I mean they're they're very very they've been doing this for a long time so they're dribbling out little mm-hmm. bits of, of interviews and things and um, Finn Jones uh, was just had an interview uh, in Entertainment Weekly actually where he was uh, talking about how um, how his uh, how Iron Fist is uh, very much like a like a kid in um, in his first uh, season of of Danny is very much like a kid in, in the first season of iron fist. Um, Mm -hmm. but then he, he feels like, and of course everyone sees it from their character's point of view, but he feels like defenders is kind of like the second part of that arc because he's the, the solo show that leads into defenders. He feels like there's a very smooth arc and it. It's for him. It's all about his character's development. Um, right.
1: But you you, you give him some credit because, you know, Danny. Um, when we encounter him in Iron Fist, mm-hmm. he has been basically living with the living in Kunlun since he was a child.
0: Right. So he's you know he he's got all the the culture shock and and mm-hmm. you know sort of finding his place in the world stuff. Um, and uh, you know it's 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 the it's the origin story. It's sort sort of like you know the first the first season of any show. There's there's a lot of setup. And yeah. so I think that it's it's kind of cool that they're they're clearly trying to carry that over, um, going from uh, from his show into Defenders. But uh, but there's going to be I really,
1: mm-hmm. and I really hope by the end of it that we get kind of a I'm, I'm not expecting the full high collar Iron Fist suit, but I mm-hmm. want to see him in an outfit by the like in a costume by the end of this, much like uh, much like Matt at Murdock. the end of Daredevil. Right. Yeah, because one of the things about Iron Fist is that. You know, very few people outside the superhero community know that Danny Rand is the iron fist mm-hmm. in the comics. It's very much kind of a hush hush, he still has a secret identity because he's still running his corporation.
0: Right. Right. In a very sort of Batmanish kind of way. Um whereas with yeah. Luke Cage, uh, you know. Batman with Kung Fu. Right. Batman Batman with Kung Fu. Uh whereas Luke Cage, he's 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 just Luke Cage. He's he's the uh uh, He's power band. He's he doesn't wear a mask. And I will say, uh, okay. I, I got to give them credit for not putting Jessica Jones in the comics outfit because that was just silly. Didn't Although she? That was
1: a that made for a that made for a fun uh, Easter egg. It,
0: it was a fun when, Easter uh, egg. When but... Kat
1: is suggesting that she wears it.
0: Yeah, but that's just I, I I I much prefer the the just jeans and leather jacket version that we got. Um, but, but you're Patsy, right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Patsy. That's it. Um, he, uh, he, <laughs> um, he, he definitely is going to have to do something to, to hide his identity because he's got, uh, he's got the secret identity thing going on. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's defenders. Um, we had uh, comicbook.com had something of um, what has been released um, that uh, for, for what is going to be uh, the, the casting list mm-hmm. for the Inhumans. And um, it it definitely the way that they've set it up, they were using mm-hmm. things like Broderick uh, that <laughs> everyone thinks is going to be Black Bolt, and then Marty for Medusa. Um, but uh,
2: yeah.
0: but there, it was they got they got some, some interesting ideas there. What, what are your thoughts on on how they're going to make it uh, how, how they're going to make Inhumans a TV show?
1: Um, well, you know, for one thing, with the cast list, uh, we got everybody that if you follow the Inhumans, you expect to see mm-hmm. uh, pretty much every single member of, of the royal family, from Medusa, Black Bolt, down to Maximus.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think it's going to read kind of almost like like Game of Thrones or um, Reign or one of these one of these uh, kind of royal intrigue sort of shows with people plotting against each other yeah. and lots of layers of politics because that's exactly what Maximus is kind of set up for. And mm-hmm. he's kind of that I jealous of my brother who is in charge of everything. And I want to be in charge, yeah. but I'm also a bit loony.
0: Exactly. It, and it's reminded me a little bit of like, uh, like empire, you know, about, uh, mm-hmm. about the, um, somebody who has a, a music company and things like that. Right. It, it sounds, although the, the way that they're, they've set this up, it sounds very soap opera, you know. Um, it,
1: it kind of is, but you know, it's a soap opera with superpowers.
0: Right, right. So there's there's that. That's that's a that's definitely a good thing. But um, yeah, it, it'll be very interesting to see what they do within humans. They've, they're doing some some weird stuff in terms of having the the first couple of first episode, or maybe the first couple of episodes are going to be like in IMAX in in movie theaters, which is. Yes. Unusual, But, you know, they've done it. They've done it for Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, occasionally, you know, that that can work um, and it can be a big, yeah. big event. Um,
1: I mean, so we, we've seen where that sort of thing can work. We've seen where um, obviously these kind of uh, royal infighting shows from Empire to Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. they are successful. So it seems to be about the right time to take um, Inhumans, put it on the small screen and take that route with it
0: yeah and you know as as i'm always saying you know one of the reasons why marvel's so successful is they don't make superhero hero movies they make movies that have superheroes in them and uh you know the the late night uh you know uh soap you know pop boiler soap opera thing is definitely a genre they haven't done before so it will be interesting to see where they go with that um one uh, little tidbit of shield news. I'm so happy that the Koenigs are coming
1: back. We're... Yes, more Keenigs for us.
0: Yes, exactly, and it more will be. More
1: Patton Oswalt is always a good thing.
0: I love Patton Oswalt to bits. I just, I just think that he is, he is an amazing guy, and he has been through mm-hmm. a difficult year, and I am so glad that he's coming back to the show. And it will also be interesting to find out if the brothers are. Clones? Were they uh, another LMD program that uh,
2: mm-hmm.
0: that was you know sort of canned or something? Um, so I'm I'm really looking forward to to him coming back and seeing how that's all gonna gonna tie in together. And then uh, it's our...
1: like yeah, clones, LMDs. Maybe they're just quadruplets. We don't know.
0: Well, they've they've they I think they've referred to there being. Being more, but but I could be I could be wrong, yeah. but um, it's it's gonna be. I mean, anytime. Well, like we know they
1: have a sister, I think too. Right. that we haven't seen.
0: Right, and and Patton Oswalt and in Drag would be interesting, but uh, <laughs> who knows? Who knows where they're gonna go with that? Um, I wouldn't
1: wouldn't press him on it because you know he'll do it. Oh,
0: absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely.
1: Which I I would love to. <laughs>
0: i don't That'd know that a, it really fits with the show but it would it would be a fun easter egg on a on a dvd or something
1: um, yeah i mean we already got him doing the wrecking ball
0: yes oh my god that was so wrong and yet so very very <laughs> right um all right and then finally in terms of news um it's been it's been an interesting month or so uh in in world uh and national politics um um, we've got uh, blanking on his name, Ike Perlmutter. Yes, we've we've got. Uh, I was gonna
1: I, say it's like if you forgot who the president of the United States I, is.
0: Now. No, 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 no. I was,
1: <laughs> You've been avoiding the news. It, it quite is heavily. the
0: president of Marvel, which is almost as important. But um, yeah. no, uh. Of course, Ike Perlmutter is known for being a very big Donald Trump supporter, and there mm-hmm. was even talk of him possibly uh, being in the cabinet at one point. It sounds like he is going to have an advisor role in uh, the Trump White House, but uh, my dislike of Yeah, not Mr... enough
1: to divest himself of Marvel, unfortunately. <laughs> right.
0: Well, Well, yeah, I won't even finish my thought on that. So, uh it's uh I had my hopes up because uh, my dislike of Mr. Perlmutter is uh fairly well documented in terms of comments that he has made about girls not liking superheroes and not wanting to produce any merchandise with Black Widow and and all all kinds of other charming uh choices mm-hmm. that he has made. Um but I am very happy to hear, even though he, it turns out he is only going to be in an advisory role and still will be the president of, of Marvel, um, we've got a, a new guy, well, not a new guy, but we've got someone that I had not heard of, um, Dan Buckley, um, who has been the publisher over Marvel Comics, um, mm-hmm. has been made the president of Marvel Entertainment. Now, that's still a little bit misleading because Marvel Entertainment does not include the MCU mm-hmm. um, which is right. Kevin Feige
1: yeah because Kevin asked to get out from under Ike uh, some time ago and oh, get yeah. more on Disney so that's where he is
0: right that's that's his his reporting structure so Dan Buckley is still going to be reporting to Ike but um, he, uh, he is going to be over the TV shows, the merchandising um, brand management uh, the, the, uh, animated stuff. So I think, uh, I I think, and, and it sounds like he has actually been somebody who has been behind a lot of the really good things that have happened, um, at Marvel. He's, he's, uh, uh, been part of the, the push to, to get more diverse representation, Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of ethnicities and gender to, uh, the superhero lineup. Um, and uh, he's the one that started the Marvel Unlimited digital subscription service, which I know many people are very, very fond of. Uh, All you can eat comics is always a good thing. Um, so I'm I'm cautiously optimistic, but I don't think that this. Uh, some people are saying, "Oh, this will be great. We'll have more tie-ins with the movies." I don't know. if that's Maybe going to I happen.
1: mean because we've had Kevin Feige before explain to us why that doesn't happen more often.
0: Well, and yeah, and and we've talked about many times about you know part of it is just a matter of scale. You know, you can't mm-hmm. really have uh, Melinda May go up against the Hulk. You know, it's 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 just not gonna gonna be a fair fight. You know, Luke Luke. Cage, well, Luke Cage against Iron Man would be interesting, but uh, mm-hmm. but they, they're just they're in. Hey, Luke's been
1: an Avenger before. It's possible.
0: Oh sure, but you know it's it's more. Uh, it's it's you would just have the Hawkeye problem all over again, you know, in terms of mm-hmm. there's a guy who shoots arrows and then there's <laughs> Thor, you know, but um, I, I am not I do not see this as a as a sign of necessarily more cooperation between movies and TV. But mm-hmm. uh, it sounds like he is a good guy who has done good work and will continue to take things in a positive direction. And he's not Ike. So that makes me happy.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: all right uh, I think that is about it for news um, of course there's there's lots of other sort of little things noodling around but we'll, uh, we will we got to save something for, for coming weeks so we're going to take a brief break uh, to hear from one of our sister stations on the ESO network and when we come back we will be talking about two episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Broken Promises and The Patriot
1: If this were some tavern tale, all half-truth and senseless adventure. And it's full of
0: demons. (laughs) And it's full of demons. (laughs) T'was disastrous. It's coming, people.
1: It's coming. Pitchforks, get your pitchforks here. Can't kill a demon without your pitchforks. Don't do pitchforks. No (laughs) defense. You
0: better defend yourself. No matter how you spend your life, your wit will defend you more often than a sword. Keep it sharp. Have I got some shit to tell you? I gotta practice my killing. Let the wicked hear my voice and tremble. Fly, you fool. Fly.
1: Fly. You have to pick a side. You stay on your path, or you cross over to me. I wanted to get inside so badly I could taste it. On him, I will
2: visit famine and a fire till all around him desolation rings, and all the demons in the outer dark look on amazed and recognize that vengeance is the business of a man. Cast request now
0: on the ESO Network.
1: ESO, ESO.
2: Hey everyone, this amazing ESO Network show is brought to you by our fine sponsor, Amazon.com. Please remember to shop Amazon for all your geeky needs, no matter what time of the year it is. All you need to do is go to ESOPodcast.com slash ESO Amazon or click on the Amazon banner on the ESO Network webpage
0: to go to our e-store. It's the best way to shop and the best way to support this program, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Okay, that's enough of me battling for now. Now on with your
2: regular scheduled show
0: welcome back everybody and now we're gonna be talking about a, a double header two weeks worth of agents of shield uh, we had and and there's just so much going on I'm, I'm kind of gonna uh, chunk together some of the plot lines that that are in one or or the other um, just so that we can uh, get to as much as possible so um, obviously last half season we were focused on ghost Rider and um, We've got uh, L- LMDs and um, and Radcliffe as the big bad of the current mm-hmm. chunk. Um, I have heard that it is not going to be the full spring half of the season, that we are going to have like two half-half seasons, I guess quarter seasons, mm-hmm. um, and there's going to be another big bad after March or so. But yeah. um, we, we haven't – I don't know if that's going to go back to uh, the – the watchdogs or whether it's going to go, but for now, uh, I think it's gotta at... be
1: this, whoever the superior is.
0: Right. Exactly. Whether it's,
1: um, you know, Oh, agent, what's his face. Uh, um,
0: oh, Titus Welliver, uh, um, yes. Blake. Blake,
1: Blake. Yeah. Whether it's Blake, whether it's someone else, mm-hmm. I mean, we don't know yet, but
0: right. Um, and that was, that's kind of the, the one thing that has been dropped was was the watchdogs mentioned the superior. Um, and we, I mean, I would be, I would be shocked if it's someone that we've never heard of before. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know, much like, you know, the clairvoyant, we were all going, oh, who's the clairvoyant? And of course it ends up being somebody who's been in the show, uh, for the last six episodes or whatever. Um, so I, I, would be surprised if it was somebody totally new. It's possible that it's Radcliffe. Um, but I don't, I just don't see that super likely um Mm
2: -hmm.
0: i mean and and to be fair it would it would make sense it would make perfect sense for him to be anti-inhuman i think because you know he's all about elevating people through biotech and you know you Mm -hmm. know custom mods for for regular humans and the lmd thing is is just sort of a, a, a something that he's gotten into relatively recently i can see that um I can see him not liking Inhumans because they are, you know, basically like alien hybrids in a way. Um, and that, you know, if, if you're in control of the technology used to modify your body, then you can pick and choose what kind of cool powers you're going to have. Um, so I think it's it's certainly possible that he could be working with the watchdogs. Um, my, as, as you mentioned, my pet theory is that it's, uh, it's Agent Blake because uh, we saw him, it, it's, it's uh it's kind of neat. There's um, uh a, a local station that is showing reruns of Agents of Shield, and uh, so I caught uh, some of the season one episodes that I remembered them as just being god poundingly awful, <laughs> but um but there were there were a lot of really really good things, and uh, they they had I just watched the, the episode that leads into Winter Soldier. Um, mm-hmm. that has Blake in it and, uh, um, a number of other people, but, uh, I remember that. And then, uh, somebody brought up something about, um, him working with the watchdogs. Was it last season when we saw him as a hologram? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause it's right. Cause Lincoln he was, was there. He was running things. Right. And, uh, uh, we didn't realize that he was a hologram and he's actually still in a wheelchair. Um, mm-hmm. but I would, I would love to see Titus Welliver come back. I think he's a, he's a really cool, he, he plays a bad guy very, very well. Um, so yeah, the superior may be who we end up with for, for the second half of the season. But, uh, for now we've got, uh, LMDs and Senator Nadir. Mm-hmm. So, um, I guess we can talk about Senator Nadir. Um, the, the, uh, a, a large chunk of our first episode, Broken Promises, was uh, dealing with the fact that her brother is now out of his chrysalis, or husk, yeah. or whatever it is, and...
1: A cocoon, I guess? Uh... Yeah,
0: I mean, I guess anything anything works. I think they've called it a husk on the show, but um, uh, he, uh, he gets out, and uh, of course, she's like super racist against Inhumans,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: for, like, half the episode, he's like, but I'm not an inhuman, I'm just me. There, there's nothing that happened. Um,
1: yeah, and we've seen, uh, I mean, we saw Yo-Yo make the same argument when the watchdogs were trying to, to kidnap her.
0: Right, right. Well, and and I think that it's entirely possible that he was not aware of of what, uh, what had happened to him until yeah. uh, a fight breaks out, and he has super... I don't know if it's really mm-hmm. super speed or super reflexes or something.
1: Yeah, he seems to kind of slow down time around him. I guess. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know, by the end we get, you know, he. I guess he has some other, some secondary power when they throw him into the into the ocean, and another husk forms around him.
0: Right. So that's that's something that, um, and it's possible that you know that. Well, I don't think that he's gonna. He's certainly not gonna be the superior, but that may be something that sort yeah. of. Uh, we don't touch again until later in the season. Um, but, uh, yeah, it looked like he started making a, a, a husk around him again, which is not mm-hmm. the way that usually works, right? Um, well, I guess... Yeah,
1: I mean, we haven't seen it work that way before. It doesn't mean that, you know, it can't. Obviously, it does, but actually, uh, we don't Actually, do, do we
0: have any Inhumans that have actually died? I don't know that we have.
1: Well, um... There was Sky's mom or Daisy's mom.
0: Oh, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is very true. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so, so that's that's. Okay. So I was thinking, wow. What if that's true of all Inhumans? That would get really wow. But um, but yeah. So so basically they shoot him, or rather she shoots him, and they throw him out of a helicopter into the ocean. He sinks to the bottom and starts making another husk. So. We don't know if he's going to come out with different powers or the same powers or what.
1: Um, yeah, or but, if this is some kind of, um, you know, healing mechanism that's unique to him.
0: Right, right. Yeah, my, my gut feeling is whatever whatever it ends up being, it's going to be that, you know, just something that's unique to him. So, mm-hmm. you know, but whether, whether he... Uh, he ends up just just fully healed and with the same power set but you know normally when somebody goes into a chrysalis they come out with different powers so he could he could be somebody who has you know different powers every time <laughs> every time he comes back on the show but uh, but we shall see um, so what did you think about uh, that whole plot line with uh, with Nadir and, and where that's going?
1: Uh, I'm still trying to figure out where that is I mean, for one thing, I would look at Vijay and say, your sister has already tried to kill you once. Right. You're really going to continue to trust her.
0: Right. Uh, I think that would be very dumb on his part. Um, but, you know, whether he ends up, you know, being being solo, if he ends up... I mean, it seems most likely that he's going to end up joining up with S.H.I.E.L.D. One would think. So, um, or maybe it's going to... You know, maybe it'll tie in with Inhumans or something. Who knows? Um, but that'll be interesting. Uh, she's uh, it's. Uh, I'm I'm very glad that bad guys are not dumb on this show because there've been you know there've been mm-hmm. especially in the in the some of the early episodes. Um, you know, there, there there were certainly plenty of situations where it's like, oh, really? But I was very impressed with the fact that. Uh, When um, Simmons goes to Nadir's (laughs) office to talk to her and this guy, Mm -hmm. and she does this really awful southern accent and she's got on, got on the nerd glasses that are the the standard, uh, standard um, disguise. Um, And... Mm -hmm. The guy is like, uh, sure. Let me uh, let let me go get her. And he goes in to call Senator Nadir, and he's like, Hey, it's that girl that came in to, you know, examine your brother. I I love the fact that that he recognizes her, and that's you know that they're not dumb, and sh- and he doesn't fall for this person who's saying, Oh, I have to come in because it's about uh, this transportation bill or something.
1: It's like, huh? I think I've seen this before. <laughs>
0: right. I, I like I like bad guys that are not not dumb because dumb mm. bad guys are boring. Um, and it was pretty cool that that Simmons actually got in a straight up fight with somebody and ended up winning. So that was good to see that her character, that all of those lessons with uh, Agent May and whatnot are paying off. So that was pretty cool. You know,
1: yeah, she's a trained agent. She is. So it's.
0: She is, but like, she does spend um... most of her time, you know, being mm-hmm. a nerd in the lab.
1: That's
0: true. But, uh, but so yeah, so that's that's been uh, what we've seen with her. I'm sure Senator Nadir will continue to be mm-hmm. uh, an issue. Um, of course, the big thing that we had going on in the first one, and along to the second one as well, is what the hell is going on with Ada? Because... We saw at the end of last half season that she had May tied up in a in a closet and had made a duplicate mm-hmm.
1: May. Yep. and we had seen and you know how do you not you know how do you not find May in a closet anyway once you found the dead body of the other agent?
0: Right right exactly. Um, but in addition to that we had seen her making uh, a brain apparently, using Mm -hmm. the hand jive mojo that she got from the Darkhold. And, of course, it looked the same way and uh, had, you know, a lot of a Doctor Strange feel to it while Radcliffe was writing really bad uh, blues songs on his guitar. And it very much looked like she was doing that without his knowledge. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And that's the way that it looks through most of the first uh, episode. Uh, in fact, he goes to shut her down, and she starts. You know, she fights back, and she, you know, knocks basically everybody out and goes on the yep. run. And then we find out that no, actually, this has all been uh, a ploy of Radcliffe's. What were your What were your thoughts on that? Did that Did that make sense to you? Did that Did you see that coming? Or
1: well, when they took her out fairly early on, I'm like. Wait, hold on a second. Uh, I thought she was supposed to be the big bad for the rest of this season. So right. there's gotta be something going on here that we don't know about yet.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. She. She basically gets her head chopped off by the by the shotgun axe, I believe. Right. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. It's, you know, he gets Matt gets his little one liner in there.
0: Yep. And uh, yeah, she gets she gets quite definitively decapitated in uh in the mm-hmm. at the end of the first episode, and it's like, well that plot line died fast. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but then it turns out that, that Radcliffe basically, you know, went all at the end of the episode. And that just seemed weird to me. I mean, I, part of it, I guess was that I was rooting for John Hanna to not be a bad guy, to not be Mm -hmm. a, a slimy weasel and, uh, have, have Jonathan from, uh, from the mummy all over again. Um, but yeah, it it looks like he he's been in control of the situation the whole time. Now there was there was a moment where where he says something about ha, huh, I even fooled them into thinking that the Darkhold had had made you a real live girl. But she was doing something with Darkhold magic at the end of last season.
1: Yeah, I mean we don't know what that is. We don't know if that's been directed by him or not. Um you know, I've read things that suggest that he, even his momentary glimpse of the dark hold corrupted him. Yeah. I mean, so he's been, you know, of course directing this entire thing.
0: Yeah, I mean uh, and that's that's kind of one of the weird things is that if if he had uh you know, if if he wanted the dark hold all along, He had it. I mean, he, he had the opportunity Mm -hmm. to read it and he made the choice not to. Um, so either, uh, either he's been playing a a very, very long game the whole way along here, um, Mm -hmm. or it's corrupted him after the fact or, or who knows? Um, but the other, or maybe
1: you know something did affect Ada, and even he doesn't know about it.
0: That's entirely possible too. I mean, one of the things, of course, he made the uh, the the Maybot, um, and uh, or was it L May I I don't know. There's been all kinds of weird, weird names for her, but I'm gonna call her the May. Yeah, I don't
1: know. I've just been calling her LMD May.
0: Yeah, LMD May or Maybot. Um, of course, she's she's gone in and uh, replaced may and is like flirting mm-hmm. with colson and stuff which ought to be a tip yeah. off but um
1: which they've been, they've interviewed chloe bennett about it and she said like what her, what her character thinks and mm-hmm. chloe's like oh well you know daisy thinks it's cute but you, she does notice that something is different hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: we haven't really seen the the rest of the team reacting to that yet but uh but i'm sure i'm sure that's coming So the one thing that that I think remains as a big question is that it's one thing to build an LMD uh, just sort of on its own and give it, you know, the ability to Mm -hmm. learn and things like that. But they duplicated May, and she has all of May's knowledge and everything.
1: And, you know, as we've seen, she doesn't even know that. She's an, an Android
0: right she's she's not self-aware in the way that, that, that ADA mm-hmm. is. And the idea of being able to completely duplicate somebody's brain to that degree I, I have to think that there's got to be something dark related there because that's that's a mm-hmm. level of technology that is so far above. I mean, making making LMD is bad enough, but duplicating somebody's brain—if that is out there as accessible technology that anybody can use in the MCU—whoa, <laughs> that's gonna be. I mean, it's it, it, you're you're not gonna need to interrogate people because you can just make a copy of their brain, you know, and get out whatever you need. Um so i'm i'm assuming that there's there's still some uh some right. magic going on in there in some way um, go ahead
1: yeah to what i mean to what extent we're just going to have to i think wait out the rest of the season yeah. to see or at least the rest of this, this quarter season arc.
0: yeah yeah to see how that plays yeah. out um but uh but yeah so that's 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 what we got going on with uh, the lmds and uh and i i have to say i was very entertained by all of mm-hmm. Max' uh, popular culture references to, rope killer robots and having rope killer robot insurance. I thought was that
1: yeah, was great. and to make uh, to make Radcliffe watch the entire Terminator series. <laughs> yes, <laughs> as a lesson. I just love the Even Salvation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I I liked Salvation. Mm-hmm. I might be one of the few, but
0: yep. All right, and then. Um, that was uh, that was our first one, broken promises. But then uh, most of the next episode was talking about director Mace and uh, his little secret, which was kind of what I had guessed at in the beginning.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, he said that he was an inhuman, and so we kind of you know took it at face value that oh well, I guess that's that's what what they did. But his origin in the comics uh, goes back to the nineteen forties. Right. He,
1: and it's one of those situations where he's not actually um, superpowered in the comics. Right. He was just kind of like one of these guys who's at the physical peak of human existence without right. any, you know, extra stuff.
0: Right. And he was he was somebody who had taken up the mantle of of Captain America at one point. So, um, you know, I was I was kind of hoping for a you know a biochem uh, kind of thing there. But then he said he was an inhuman, and I said, ah, "I guess that's that's probably right." And but then I, I felt like, "Yay!" I was totally, totally congratulating myself when it turned out that no, his his mojo does come from uh, from biochem. So that was kind of cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of. Uh, the basically it's the Hyde formula, but as you know, as um, General, what's his face? Um, uh, Talbot. Gerald Talbot said, "Oh, we took all the bad stuff out, or most of it."
0: <laughs> right, exactly, most of it. And so that's uh, that, that's definitely going to be uh, something something questionable for the future. Is you don't, I mean, just just like with, with the LMDs and everything else, you don't just. It's, it's like people who try to take Chitauri technology and then you know say, "Oh, I'm sure everything will be fine." You know, mm-hmm. there's 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 always a, a backlash of some sort. So I. I, I think it's entirely possible that that Mace will uh will, will have some kind of bad side effect at right. some point, but um, but yeah, he basically uh had to had to come out to the team as being uh not um not an inhuman, and yeah. that led to a really interesting standoff with Coulson at the end.
1: Yeah, when Coulson basically says, "Look." I'm going to let you continue to be the public – the PR face of this organization because you're good at that, but I'm going to run all the operations from now on.
0: Yeah, and I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure how I feel about that
1: because mm-hmm.
0: I think that um, on the one hand, he's, he's right insofar as, yes, Mace is very, very good at being the public face and doing the politics and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think Mace has been doing a terrible job, and I think that Colson – Kind of, I, I like Coulson having the freedom to go out and do missions, and you know, right. be be able to do things behind the director's back, you know, and and have plausible deniability. So it yeah, will Yeah, now
1: we're back to I want to be. I'm going to be in charge because obviously you don't know really what you're doing as much as you put on.
0: Right. So. I'll I'll be interesting to interested to see how that po- power dynamic works because I actually mm-hmm. I was just like everybody else I was very very skeptical of Mace and uh, I have gotten completely won over and I think that yeah. that he's he's actually doing a great job and he's actually
1: really smart. Yeah. Oh, one of the things I I was going to say that I really do like about him is, um, you know, when we find out that 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 famous photo of him from uh, from Vienna Mm -hmm. is really just a result of him tripping and not even knowing the woman was there. He decided, well, I'm going to I'm going to take this opportunity to be the man that the rest of the world thinks I am.
0: Right. Right. Um,
1: So when we have seen him do it.
0: Right. And and that was that was a great character moment for him uh, in that episode where. Uh, he says, you know, but I, I don't, you know. Phil says something like, "Go out there and and tell them, you know, tell them to to back down." And he's like, "Well, I can't. I don't. I don't have any powers." And the team is like, "Yeah, but they don't know that." Yeah. So he had to go out there and be like, "You can shoot at me, and the bullets will just bounce right off." <laughs> and that was that took some guts. So.
1: That's and that's part of the politics of it is you know sometimes you kind of have to bluff your way through a scenario.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And so mm-hmm. he was he was great for that. Now, uh, an interesting little Easter egg that I know you and I both uh, uh, squeed over um, was mm-hmm. when they uh, they're they're doing the the ceremony and they fire bullets, they fire exploding bullets.
1: The Judas bullets from Luke Cage.
0: Exactly, and so. No, not only is that a Luke Cage tie-in, which is awesome, mm-hmm. but it's also indirectly a Hammer Industries movie tie-in because yes. they tied that into the Netflix stuff. So I'm like, yay, that was cool. And so, you know, the door is open if they want to have uh, have something come in with uh, with either uh, our uh, antagonist type guys in uh, – in, they're not in Hell's mm-hmm. Kitchen. Where are they? In Harlem. Um, yes because we know that there's there's a load of those bullets floating around out there yeah
1: we know maria still has some
0: <laughs> right exactly so uh so if i mean that's that's a great opportunity for crossover right there but um not to mention the fact that i would i would love to see it, it would be so cool if like hammer industries ended up being the ones behind uh the watchdogs or something but
1: I mean I could stand to see, I could stand to see him come back you know once he's gotten out of prison and you know um you know at the end of Iron Man 3 uh Seagate is right. actually where he is and that's the same prison that Luke was in.
0: Exactly it's the same prison where where Luke was and um uh Trevor Slattery too. Yes. So uh, uh we have we have a lot of things tying in together there. So uh I would Trevor, I
1: would, Trevor Slattery
0: oh, uh, I
1: I'm i I'm a very good actor. <laughs>
0: Uh, i would I would love that would be a great opportunity for some tie-ins, mm-hmm. but even if they don't, it's it's a cool Easter egg that that I've enjoyed. So all yeah. right, so I guess we need to be wrapping up. Um, I guess do you want to I guess we kind of have to rate the two episodes separately because they're they're different.
1: Um, or do you want to just do I mean, to I'm not? gonna give both of them uh, four regardless. Um, I think, I think the intrigue has been uh, has been carefully woven in. Mm-hmm. I love the dialogue. I like. I want to see where this is going. It, it, like it grabbed me and it has my interest. I think for the rest of the season.
2: Yeah,
0: I think I think I'll go along with you. Yeah, that's. Um, they they were very different episodes with very different focus, mm-hmm. um, but I I think they were both very well done. They're you know not not uh, outstanding, but but very strong middle of the mm-hmm. road episodes. Um, yep. I, I've liked the character development. I've liked, you know, I've, I've liked, as I said, I, I just love the fact that people aren't dumb. You know, it's like when uh, when when Vijay walks away with uh, Nadir at the end of that episode, it, people were like, oh, man, she's actually, you know, he's her brother and she loves him. So she's but they walked away with the watchdogs. I was like, there's no way yeah. he's not going to die
1: she has already ordered your death once man come on
0: exactly exactly but um so so smart bad guys and uh you know character development for mace I like all of that I, I like uh you know things that have happened with Simmons and I'm I'm very very happy with how it's going I'm uh, I gotta say I I feel like overall the show has stepped its game up a lot um since mm-hmm. the beginning of this season. Um, this whole season has been really strong, and I hope yes. that I hope that you know that the rest of the season continues, and that we we get to have another season of this because I think that this has overall been the best season that we've had. So, so anywho, I guess that is about it. Um, we will be letting you know about uh, conventions and whatnot coming up uh, later on in uh, in the spring. Um, I, the only one I know for sure is I'm going to Timegate, and I always.
1: Well, we we got a new name for it now.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes, you're right. You're right. Right. I keep we keep doing that even on ESW. Yes, Hulanta. Yes, Who yes. Lent, uh, um
1: We don't want to over upset Alan.
0: Indeed, indeed. <laughs> Friend of the show, Alan Seiler. Thank you, thank you very Great much. Great guy. Yes, he is super awesome.
1: And I'm not just saying that. <laughs> I've known for this.
0: Um, but, um, uh, but yeah, we, we always uh, manage to to weasel in a Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, yeah. uh, panel, even though it is a primarily Doctor Who and British, uh, British yes. media con. So uh, that's the only one I know for sure.
1: And I'll definitely – I'll be attending that uh, myself. Um, I've also got South Carolina Comic Con Mm -hmm. at the end of March. Um, I'm looking also at possibly Heroes Con in June. And um, Raleigh Supercon in uh, July. and then of course DragonCon.
0: Very cool. very cool. All right, but we will keep you guys up to date on that. Um, and uh, we will be back in uh, a week or two with another episode of Earth Station MCU
2: my
1: why don't people understand my intentions.